Okay, we'll go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yep, I can hear the difference. I can't hear you at all now. I'll provide some banter. We start Thursday. I'll be naked as fuck. This call is being recorded. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the week 13 preview. To my left, also left-handed, Stefan, how's it going? How was your Thanksgiving? Oh. oh, it's just dandy. Yeah, glad to be here. Glad to uh, celebrate my favorite holiday. It was uh, all around joy. Good. And to my right, the right-hander on the podcast, Corey. How about your Thanksgiving? Very good. Very good. I had a few of them uh, ending on Sunday. And most importantly, if there's anybody out there with me who does not like turkey, I had some prime rib, and I would highly recommend it. Did you have turkey too, or is it just prime rib? It was available on Thursday, but for oh. the Thanksgiving that I hosted on Sunday, mm-hmm. not available. Okay, I like that move. I made a turkey, and I made it in the convection oven, which was my first time. It was delicious. Ooh, nice. I had some good turkey, too. It was very moist, and uh, it's great. Not dried out at all. I heard the key is uh, let it sit after you take it out of the oven that's the only key to dryness or moistness oh interesting. don't know if that's true that that's the only thing but (laughs) the one and only thing it's a bit simplified if you cook it to 200 degrees it's going to be dry no matter how long you let it sit after you pull it out fair enough (laughs) (laughs) well Corey, we missed you last week, but Stefan and I did better on our pod picks. We both went three, two, and one. Hey, proud of you guys. Uh, the mega contest looking real good. We lost on the Colts on uh, on Monday night. Yeah, right before kickoff, I, I kind of got cold feet on the Colts and thought about switching the Steelers. But really, I only texted you guys that, so I had an out in case the Steelers covered. Because <laughs> then I could say, if the Colts covered, see, I picked that. Uh, but if the Steelers covered, I could say, see, I told you guys I was nervous about the Colts. Edging your bet. Smart man. Yeah. But indubitably, we <laughs> we left the Colts in. So we only ended up with with three wins in week 12. And we had the same picks across the board. But three out of five, I will definitely take that. That's 60% yes. for the week. For those of you doing math at home. That's right. That's right. And on the year, we're at 60%. Okay. We're so good. <laughs> they haven't updated the standings, uh, but I bet we're probably in similar positions as we were last yeah. week. Um, I think three of our entries probably cashing, two of them not, but all very close. I mean, if they're cashing, if we have three of them cashing, I don't want to jinx ourselves, but that pretty much guarantees that we're at least getting our money back, right? So it's a good stuff. <laughs> Have you, not to jump too far ahead, but have you, um, or maybe, ah, never mind. I'm looking at, I've got (laughs) bet online pulled up, but apparently I have two tabs open. One is from probably from last week. And then another one is the loaded one and the lines are different. It's fascinating. 
It's amazing. The line <laughs> moved a, a line point and a half. Well, I was like, holy hell, the Bills game moved a point and a half since we started the podcast. And then I realized I was on the wrong tab. Oh, gotcha. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're still, our best entry is at 37 and a half wins and first place is at 43 and a half. So we're still six wins behind. Um, 37 and a half is good for 109th place. That's so we're almost great. almost breaking the top 100. Gosh, had the Colts have won. Yeah. Well, and I feel like wasn't um first place seven games ahead last week. I think week? two two weeks ago, I think they were. So we're making some moves. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So the last podcast you were on, I think uh yeah. <laughs> wow. No, wow. So, way to way to throw some shade in there. I appreciate that. Hashtag <laughs> PTP. I've been lucky I've been able to make every podcast this this season. So yeah, 38 and a half. How do we won the Colts game? We would be in 60th, but others may have won. Who knows how it would have shaken out? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. We move on. Right. You guys want to hear the picks for this week? Very much. Yes. I definitely. Can I make a guess at one of them? Yes. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you if you got it right, right away? Yes. Okay. Um. Let me find it. Uh. <clears throat> Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears. No. Did you think I was going to take the Packers? I thought you would take the Bears. Bears. I bet the Packers, um, what's today, Tuesday? Two days ago. I think it was Sunday night. I bet the Packers at minus one and a half. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's incredible. So, Well, this team- one, like, we don't know if Justin Fields is in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't know if uh, Rodgers is going to play. He yep. said he was going to play, but you can't really go off of that. So that's just a game that I thought would move. Yes. And I almost had, I don't like the bears at all because of all their injuries, not just with fields like Mooney's out. Um, who yeah. else got injured last week? I think a lineman, their defense is obviously decimated, but yeah, <clears throat> my theory was if fields plays around a depleted offense and Jordan love plays, that's worst case scenario for mm-hmm. green Bay. I still think yeah. he's better. Yeah. But I don't know if Fields is going to play. And if Fields doesn't play and Love plays, it, I mean, geez, should this line be even higher? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I imagine it'll, it'll move quite a bit. Love looked good. Um, and, and we didn't get to see him that much, but I mean, he threw a nice touchdown. And from the limited amount of exposure we saw, he, he looked pretty good. Yeah. I have a, a lot of leans this week, but none um, that I super loved. So let mm-hmm. me get into it. Two of my yeah. picks are primetime games. Awesome. <laughs> so I'll, I'll skip those. We'll just go over three of them. I hate to go back to the Falcons again, but I can't quit them. Atlanta plus one at home against the Steelers. This is more of a sell high moment on on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They probably shouldn't have beat the Colts. No reason that they should beat the Falcons. Yeah, I dig it. Um, okay. I think the Falcons could be favored when the week is said and done. Next one, I've got Titans at the Eagles. I have the Titans plus love five. that. Love you that. love it. Yes. All right. That is like, I almost made that my choice game of the week. Um, uh, both these teams <clears throat> overrated in my opinion. I think both Eagles have... are way overrated, right? Yeah. You gotta think I, that they're way overrated. I think so, but I think they've also been exposed the last few weeks a little bit, even though they still only have one loss, but uh, Titans 
I think got exposed last week, but five points. That's, that's huge. A lot. Yeah. It's silly. So I see that maybe getting down to three and a half, probably not three, but uh, then I have the chiefs on the road at Cincinnati, Kansas city minus two only because I think this will certainly go to two and a half, maybe three. That's a lot. I don't know. And then I played the little game we play uh, with if the chiefs were at home. So take away two from the Bengals, give two to the chiefs. That's a four point swing chiefs minus six at home against the Bengals. That seems too high. So I don't love this one, but I took the chiefs minus two. Well, you know, my response and I definitely want that one removed from my picks. Yeah. I think I'm going (laughs) to remove that from mine when all is said and done. Not Um, to say that it's a bad move. It's just, I'm never going to bet against my boys. Yeah, that's fair. And the Bengals are looking really good. Yeah. Jamar chase should be coming back. This will be a fun spread to watch to see how much Vegas values a top wide receiver in the league to see, you know, it once he's officially in um, how much the line will move. All right. Well, before we get into it, I want to share my power rankings because I'm really proud of how they've come together here um, in order. I've got Buffalo, Kansas city, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Miami, that top five seems right to me. Who's missing? Maybe San Francisco, San Francisco. Yeah. But they've just come on recently, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, their defense was pretty strong early on, right? But yeah, that's I'd still say they they came on. But God, NFC is just not good in the in the West. If if yeah. I had to manually rank them, I'd probably have Buffalo second. I'd probably have Miami third, then Cincinnati, then Philadelphia. Maybe San Francisco above Philadelphia. Yeah, it's really hard to to rank uh, Miami and the Bengals. I see them just so close. Who is better, San Francisco or the Bengals? I think the Bengals. Who is the worst team in the NFL? Uh, Texans. Yeah. That is who my numbers have last by a long, long way. <laughs> yeah, As it should. <laughs> then Chargers, Steelers, Cardinals, Rams. Chargers Packers. are 31st. Right. Chargers are 31st. That doesn't seem wow. right. Now. Well, yeah. But if you look at their performance, like they're going to be much, much better here the next few weeks. Hopefully. So, there's someone that I think you should really consider looking at. Yeah. They, I mean, they've got a lot more weapons now. Keenan Allen makes a huge difference. He does. Um, like, and we saw that last week. And I think their strength of schedule is actually pretty good. Probably in that division, right? Yeah. I mean, they're playing the Raiders. I I, I think actually that's want to move great. to the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're minus one against the Raiders who are for sure overinflated. Plus yeah. one. Yeah. The Raiders are oh, plus Charger- one. I, I want yeah. the Chargers. Same. Okay. Because good. That is, that is ripe for the picking right there. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's perfect because you got everybody hyped about Josh <laughs> Jacobs and you know how they went off last week but that's against seattle's defense who is allowed a lot of points every week um and specifically against the run yeah yeah all right if the raiders were playing at the rams this thursday night who what would you make the line at the rams yeah raiders at rams 
Raiders, Raiders, Raiders the Rams. at Raiders, the Rams. Favored by minus three. Two. Yeah, two, three. Yeah. So next Thursday, <clears throat> the Raiders are on the road, favored by five and a half. I will be at the game, so I felt inclined to make a bet, and I did. And I think I made a bad bet because it, the line's way too high. It's <laughs> you went for Raiders, didn't you? I took the Raiders minus oh, no. five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah wow. the there's bold. no way i was betting I don't, on the rams though no yeah way. you can't bet on the rams their season is lost they're gonna be throwing in just potential players but like you're not gonna see any big stars sam darnold got injured too it's like okay here's one little nugget for you i looked at, so the rams what's the best thing they've going for him it's their defense, right? Sounds right. <laughs> Even Derek Carr. No, no, oh. Donald. Um, oh, oh, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah. Aaron Donald. That's like, wait, that sounds wrong. Sam right. Donald. So I was thinking, how are the Raiders going to handle the Rams' defense that night? It is, it is a Thursday night. It's the next Thursday night game, and so I looked back at how the Raiders performed against good defenses this year. So they played Denver twice, who's number six. And they played Tennessee, who's number I don't think three. Um, I'll I'll bring up that point later about uh, Denver's defense, but you don't think they're that good, huh? No, I think they're actually bad. Okay. I, I think this is an in, yeah an inflation. All right. Well, they're would... certainly top ten, right? Ah, uh, they were. I mean, they've given up twenty two and twenty three points the last two weeks against bad teams yeah so they're probably not elite like everyone is saying including me but um against good defenses the raiders have been putting up points this year i guess that's my point so i feel like they could do it against the rams who how many points are they going to score against the raiders 20 max right yeah maybe i mean their best defensive player is out on on the Rams. so Well, it was a stupid bet. Maybe Rams will be in full tank mode and the Raiders will still have a chance I, I at the think playoffs. You're fine. I don't I I it might be a little aggressive, but I mean I they could get blown out, you know? I think the Raiders are gonna be just fine. I wouldn't I wouldn't fret it. All right. So we we fly into LA Wednesday night, hang out all day, go to the game. Friday we drive to Las Vegas for the rest of the weekend. We're going to catch a basketball game on Saturday, Indiana against Arizona. Wow. And then some of uh, half of us are staying until Monday morning so we can hang hang out in the sports books all day Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be a lot of money lost amongst the group. However, the legend Mark McKinley, 2-0 in his illustrious betting career. What do you what do you mean? He's bet twice and just won? I he's probably bet against like people, you know, like personal bets, but he's only bet against a sports book twice in his life and he won <laughs> both times. Wow. Okay. And he's Decent. considering a, he's considering a third bet this week, um, betting on the Cowboys over the Colts. I think that's like an eleven point spread. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I think the Cowboys are gonna be just fine. Thursday night football, Buffalo at New England, Buffalo barely beating Detroit in Detroit last week. Now they're on the road again at New England and the Patriots lost at Minnesota. 
they will be returning home. So Buffalo, we obviously know what they are. Maybe the best team in the NFL. Patriots, I don't know if we know what they are. Do we? Hard to say. I mean, they put up a pretty impressive offensive uh, performance for Turkey Day. The spread, I believe, is four. It is. All right, Stefan, let's hear it. Well, uh, it's interesting looking at the line from last week to now. So, um, and I alluded to that earlier, uh, Buffalo was favored by five and a half last week um, for this game. And it's dropped a point and a half, um, mainly just like you mentioned, uh, due to the Bills kind of underperformance against a team that many people have kind of ridden off the season um, with the Detroit Lions. And due to the surprising little offensive uh, improvement from the Patriots last week, uh, we're going into Foxborough. Um, but I, you know, I really like the Bills. I think they've underperformed the last three games, but we see a little regression. Um, and Stefan Diggs was actually really underutilized the first three quarters uh, this past week. But right when they started throwing it to him, yep. they yep. took off. So I think you know that's a big key to this game. And um, he's been he's been a little irritated the last couple of weeks on not getting action. And then when he gets action, the Bills way overperform. So I think that's the little secret that they need to unlock. And um, I think they'll be just fine to cover the four points. So I'll take the Bills. Buffalo minus four on the road, Corey. Very, very conflicted with this one. Yeah. Um, very it's good that spread came down, right? Like five yeah. and a half. You said it was, Stefan? Yeah, five and a half. I think I'd probably go with the Patriots. Like, yeah, I, yeah. All right. Well, and especially because if you look at their past, because we, we, what was the first thing we said when we started talking about the Bills? Maybe the penis. best team, penis. Yep. Yes. Maybe the best penis in the that NFL happens. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> that's just <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> from <laughs> oh, oh, feel. <laughs> oh god <laughs> I am having trouble getting this out now <laughs> um, so the Bills, all right, let's get back to this. <laughs> you get penis on the brain and this happens, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were talking about the Bills being the best when we first started bringing them up. I'm looking at their past six, seven games, and they won by three points against the against the Lions. Browns, they won by eight points, which is a pretty good run. Vikings, they lost. Jets, they lost. Um, and it, it's hard because they, they seem to be a team that can win, but not by a really big margin Ravens. They won by three, uh, the chiefs, they won by four. If they're playing a bad team, like the Steelers were way early on in the year, they blew them out. Same thing with the Titans early on in the year. They sucked. They won massively, but every other game seems to be much more close and, the Patriots are just so difficult because I do think we know who and what they are. They're six and five and 
that's what they are is a very average team um, that has potential to play pretty well, but they don't have a strong quarterback that can um, ride them to the playoffs, I think, or at least succeed further into the playoffs if they get there. Um, They've got a really tough schedule coming up and this is a very decisive game. I I think I'm going to have to go with the Patriots at home here um, and probably regret it. Hopefully this is not one of the games that you have as uh, our mega contest, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots plus four. All right, Corey going with the Patriots. So I like the bills for two reasons. The first is I think this is the lowest you can buy them all year. People are suddenly down on them. The second reason is this. So, Stefan, can you pull up the rushing yards <clears throat> by quarterback for the year and and sort them in order? Uh, let me see. Oh, here we go. Um, let's go the other way. <clears throat> so, I'm going to ask well, you. Well, Tom Brady is in last place with negative six. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we're close. I'm going to ask you. Um, ah, here we go. Yes. I you got it? I think I've got it. Okay. Yes. 2022 through last week, quarterback rushing yards. So I'm going to ask you the rank of the following quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. Miami. So Tua. Uh, okay. Let's see. 18th, 19th, 35th. No. Really? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Um, oh, he missed like three games, though. That's yeah, uh, he's got 35 rushing yards. That's okay, not a lot. All right. Um, Baltimore would be Lamar Jackson. He's number two. Aaron Rodgers, he's probably in the 20s. 25. Okay. With Chicago, 63 rushing yards. Chicago would be Justin Fields. Number one. Okay. And then Kirk Cousins, probably teens. Um, 1819 30th. Okay. So those are all of the Patriots losses this year. And if we look at the rushing quarterbacks, the number of points scored on the Patriots in those games, um, Lamar Jackson, Patriot, the Ravens scored 37 points. Um, Chicago, Justin Fields, the Bears scored 33 points. My point is, my, to make a long story short, the Patriots, Bill Belichick in particular, struggles against running quarterbacks. Yes. And to your point, Josh Allen is fourth. Yes. 561 has... rushing yards. Okay. Yeah. He always had struggled. I just wanted to see how this year was shaking out, but it seems like their worst defensive performances were against the best rushing quarterbacks in the league. That still yeah. holds true, I'd say. That's interesting. Uh, so that's the second reason why I like the Bills. Um, I think five and a half would make me want to swing towards the Patriots. Uh, but in this case, I am taking Buffalo minus four. And that is a mega contest pick, Corey. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we can keep it. Let's see how it shakes out. Um, might switch it later on, but it's a it's now, a tough one. The one interesting thing that I haven't heard that is worth bringing up Belichick is known for taking away that your number one weapon. And this might be a down week for Stefan Diggs. But I think to your point, if if Josh Allen can't 
throw it to him, then that's going to open up some room for rushing. So, or Gabe Davis. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, if you look at um, how Justin Jefferson did for the Vikings last week, um, nine receptions, 139 yards, and a touchdown. Um, didn't shut uh, him down too yeah. well, but great point. And that's the only comparable player to just well i guess maybe jamar chase but would be Diggs to jefferson right yep yeah i would think so yeah <clears throat> i'm not betting that game though from a game theory perspective i do not like taking a thursday night game in mega contest because you have less time for the line to move and since you have the option to keep the line or not all line movement is good movement um, as long as you're paying attention to the lines in, in the mega contest. So yeah. you, you, you want longer time period. So I think you really have to love the Thursday night game. I don't love Buffalo min- minus four. I like it. Um, so I think we should try to come, <laughs> come off of this game too, if we can. Yeah. It just stings when you come off of it and then they cover, but well, and that's, don't the bills Patriots life. always have, kind of don't those games always kind of shake out interesting um let me look at their previous history here um because obviously you know that's not everything but i mean we see that all the time Bengals, browns one team just has their number most of the time um well so over yeah. the last we've got um Bills win, Bills win, Bills lose, Bills win, Bills win. And their wins were 30 points by 30 points by a little over 10 points um, by 30 points and by three points. Jeez. Um, So usually, yeah, if if they're, yeah, yeah, definitely. Their their only loss December of 2021 um, they lost by four points. Wendy has very game. low scoring, fourteen to ten. Yep, remember yep, that exactly. Game? Yep. So, <clears throat> have the Bills been preparing to beat the Chiefs all off season, while the Patriots have been pe- preparing to beat the Bills all off season? I mean, maybe, but that's getting a little conspiracy theorist. It all, I think. It, yeah, <laughs> it also doesn't matter with Bill Belichick, right? I don't. I think you throw all that out the window with him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tough game. Well, we should we should move on. I want to continue talking about it. Let's <laughs> talk more stats. All day for Sunday night. Somehow we get the Colts again in prime time. You know the yes. reason we're getting the Colts in prime time. I do not. It's not just Saturday. It's because they're playing the Cowboys. Ah. Ah. So Colts uh, coming off of the disastrous loss for our mega contest pick uh, to Pittsburgh last night. Probably could have, I will go as far to say should have won the game. doesn't matter. Pittsburgh's not good. Colts are not good. But the Colts have the best coach in the league, Jeff Saturday, going to play the Dallas Cowboys, who struggled in the first half against the Giants last week, but ultimately got the win on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's interesting. Giants off of... Uh, a lot of rest. Colts off of short rest. Uh, I didn't consider that. Uh, Cowboys? Uh, sorry, Cowboys. I said Giants, didn't I? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Same team. <laughs> uh, the spread, what is it, 11? Yeah. 
It is. 11 points. Corey, I think I think you're going to take the Cowboys. And why do you think that? Because I think you recognize how bad the Colts are. Yeah, I literally have been trashing them since we got on the podcast. But that <laughs> that's not the only reason why. I do think I've got a little bit of statistics-ish um, motivation more um, to support my argument. But I, I know it's a, a big spread, Cowboys by 11, um, but their trend is definitely going in the right direction. And it needs to for them to be in a strong spot in the playoffs. So their division mates with the Eagles, who are 10 and 1 right now. Um, I think it's way more important for them to pull out a decisive win than it is for Indianapolis, who's 4, 7, and 1. They've got the bye week coming up. Their playoff hopes are dwindling, um, which you can argue means that they're going to come out as strong as they can. They do every week, but how strong can you be with Matt Ryan at quarterback against? Um, a Buffalo team who absolutely shut the Vikings down um, just a little bit ago, shut them down, allowing three points, no touchdowns. Um, This offense is on a tear. They've been scoring a lot of points. Um, I thought I wrote it down here, but maybe I didn't. Uh, 74. Uh, Yeah. 74. Uh, yeah, I did write it down. Okay, they've scored an average of 34 points per game over five games. Flip side, Indy has scored an average of 15 points per game over the past five games. So I think that this is a smash play for the Cowboys at home. 43.5 point over and under. If that's the projected amount of points, um, I, I love Dallas to cover. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think in the – sports analytics community there's a belief that the lower the total the harder it is for a big favorite to cover i think that's been debunked actually in the last few years because when you see those low totals with um the high spreads it's because that good that really elite team is gonna win like 30 to zero yeah um, like you see that in Alabama in college football all the time, they'll be favored by 45 and the over under will be 55. Yeah. So that it happens that way. Stefan, I think you're going to take the Colts. I am going to take the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. For, for a couple of different reasons, this game, I think is going to be similar to the Cowboys. Uh, in Lions game at the beginning of the season where the, the Cowboys just dominated. Um, you got a few things going against the Colts. Um, a, they're coming off, like what you mentioned, uh, a short week. Dallas has had quite a bit of time and Dallas is at home. Like those are, those are big factors here. Um, and the Colts, they just looked off. Um, Matt Ryan looked terrified in the pocket. He was running around like crazy, like did not hold his cool. And they had a, uh, I don't know. They just did. They didn't play that well. Um, I think the Colts are, or I'm sorry. I think the Cowboys are a much better. Um, and I think they just, they are up by what? Like 
17 points until the last five seconds last week. And then there is a trash time um, uh, touchdown that had them. I think cover, that's right. So. But they did struggle in the first half more so than they did in the second half. Uh, I mean, I'll give you that. But the Cowboys dominated pretty yeah. much the whole game. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'd, I'd say they dominated the third quarter. Okay. And they were better in the first half, but I don't, I don't think they dominated. Uh, well, neither here nor there. I, <laughs> I still like the Cowboys That's Devin's here. way of saying I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to lock in the Cowboys. I don't like this. All of us leaning towards a big favorite, but, you know. Here we are. I feel like this is a good line. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Certainly at 14, no one's taking the Cowboys, right? And at 10, no one's taking the Colts. So it's this it's this middle middle ground, I think. It's, it's a good line, but <clears throat> look what Dallas has done to bad teams. And I, <clears throat> we all have opinions on who the bad teams are. I'm just going to take PFF's power rankings. I'm going to take the bottom 10 teams in the league that Dallas has played this year, all right? So the Giants are bottom 10 team win uh detroit bottom 10 team win chicago bottom 10 team win giants again bottom 10 team win and if we go over to the colts when they play a top 10 team which the cowboys are number three according to pff uh let's see kansas city win tennessee loss tennessee loss philadelphia loss dallas probably gonna be a loss so the Colts are bad. Um, I don't know. Can the Cowboys pile it on, do we think? I think, Corey, your point about how many points they've been scoring is valid. But I feel like if the Cowboys get up by 14, they're just going to run the ball the rest of the game. Yeah. And the Colts could get frisky and put up a touchdown, right? I mean, it's certainly possible. Yeah. I'll take Dallas minus 11. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> That means the Monday night football game is the last pick in our mega contest. Uh, We have the Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, This is an interesting one to me, obviously. Big division rivalry. Um, Saints at San Francisco losing kind of a weird game. Did they really lose 13 to zero? Is that the final score? Yes. Yeah. And I just needed one touchdown. They They were right there twice. Just couldn't do it. Just Ugh, couldn't with do two it. Fumbles. Ugh. It was a bad. It was bad game. just so frustrating. Lo siento, lo siento. Ah, Tampa Bay. They lost at Cleveland. That was overtime, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yep. intense <clears throat> game. Uh, Tampa Bay is still likely to make the playoffs. Seventy-four percent chance, even though they have a five and six record. They played the eleventh toughest schedule in the NFL this year. New Orleans probably out of the playoffs with a nine percent chance, although winning this game would certainly help. They played the eighteenth toughest schedule uh, in the NFL this year. Stefan, I think you're going to go New Orleans. You love Andy Dalton. Well, he's your hero. I. Re- really have been back and forth. I think the line is set perfect for this game. Um, with that being said, I am going the Saints because of Jameis Winston, actually. I think we're going to see him play 
uh, there's rumors that he is going to play. Uh, and with the Saints coming off of a uh, a goose, it's their first goose since the 90s, since before Drew Brees. Wow. So, is that? Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So quite embarrassing for them. Uh, I think they're going to look to get some fire going on. Winston was really butthurt that he was benched because of uh, an injury. And once he was better, he was not given his spot back. So I think he's got a lot to prove. And um, I think we're actually going to see um, what I would forecast as a temporary uh, upgrade to the Saints offense. Um, So I'll take the Saints plus three and a half. I had not heard of this Jameis news, but I love your point about the goose egg and getting shut out. Because if you blindly bet the team against the spread after a shutout, it is positive expected value in the long run. So New Orleans plus three and a half seems like a good pick. Corey, do you agree? I do not. Um, I think that having Jameis actually supports the Buccaneers um, being a little bit of a revenge narrative. And again, we've talked about it a little bit, how um, non-physical positions typically are not going to have the advantage in a, in a revenge narrative. I think um, the bucks are due for another win. Um, This was a very tough loss. They should have won against the Browns and just couldn't pull together. Um, But before that they beat the Seahawks in a, a great game in Germany. They beat the Rams at home and that, well, the bucks were at home against the Rams. I should clarify that. Um, and this was, I know what you're thinking. The Rams aren't anything, right? No, they still have Matthew Stafford. They still had um, uh, Cooper Cup. Um, Sam Darnold. They had, <laughs> Sam Darnold was still out there. <laughs> <laughs> Making great tackles. Um, so the team is definitely better than they were at the start of the season. It's a different team. Um, and if you look at the start of the season... They started out week two against the Saints and won 20 to 10 against Jameis Winston. Um, Maybe it won't end exactly in that format, but having the spread be so small, favored three and a half at home, it's implying that, um, you know, take the the home field away. That's a, a little baby spread, basically, for a home team advantage, so... I'm definitely going to go with uh, TB and the Bucks getting to the playoffs. God, you both both made great points here. And I was just looking back at that game in week two at New Orleans. The offense for Tampa Bay played terrible. The defense played great. Um, I don't know what's going on with this Tampa Bay offense. Different, it, <laughs> different defense now, too. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't shock me if uh, they came out and dropped 40. It also wouldn't shock me if they came out and dropped seven. So I don't know, but please tell me you took Tampa Bay. I did take Tampa Bay. (laughs) All right. I'm in on it. I don't know. You both made, made very compelling cases. Um, Stefan, let me ask you this. So the spread currently is three and a half. Do you think that assumes that Jameis is starting? Um, no, I don't. Okay, let me ask. I like. 
Let me ask it a different way. What would the spread difference be between Dalton and Jameis? Or does it not does it not matter? I feel like I think it does. Yeah. I think I think you're looking at okay. It actually might not, according to Vegas. This is just me. This is just my prediction. I'm I'm going with a very specific narrative that that's it what is I want. An upgrade. That's, what, that's and, what I want. Yeah. But um I also want to say um Hey, 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 hey. Oh. How'd you hit oh. my soundboard? How'd you hit my soundboard? <laughs> All right, seven seven in one spot. Except, no, I want to hear. Okay, so you got a one spot. Make it a two spot. Oh, okay. Core's, core's, okay, I'll do it too. Okay. Um, No, I, I want your opinion to be different than Vegas's. Otherwise, we'll never win. We'll just uh, yeah, pay, I mean, pay the VIG forever. So, honestly... I, would we? I would assume that Vegas would be more conservative, right? Um, and so yeah, I think it would be right around even, maybe, maybe Winston a half a point, but I don't think it would go a point. I personally think that it's going to swing it though a decent amount. If you look at Winston two years ago, I mean, he was. I remember him in uh, um, Tampa oh, Bay. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. What's the other quarterback's name? Big Beard? Sam, Sam Darnold. Oh. <laughs> Sam, no. Sam, yeah. Aaron Darnold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's, it's Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Fitz, yeah. So he, I think he put up like 5,000 passing yards splitting time with Fitzpatrick. Like he can throw the ball. Yeah, he throws some picks too. But he slings it. And sometimes... It looks great. I just think this is going to be one. And, and again, this is very narrative driven. I think this is going to be a game where he comes out and he just destroys it. So I actually don't think this game is going to be close. So um, I don't know. just so you know, um, currently the saints are listing Andy Dalton as the starter that definitely can change. Um, but that is how the depth depth chart looks right now. And is second Aaron Donald? Sam. Oh, Donald. Sam does. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> there's a lot of ifs here. Yeah, Jameis. If, if Jameis starts, the over under is going up because it, uh, it has to, right? More yeah. Think, yeah, yeah, and or and more picks. More picks. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, this would also be a, a revenge game for mm-hmm. Aaron Donald. Sorry. No, I, no, I'm all confused. From the Saints' perspective, this is a, a revenge great, game for Jameis Winston. A, a great place to put in Winston. Like, could I be like better. it? I like it. I don't think the line moves. You know what I would move though? If I were Vegas, I would move the money line because Jameis has a better shot at winning. Andy Dalton has a better shot at a loss and a cover, right? Because yep. if if New Orleans is losing with Jameis at quarterback, they're losing by a lot. Yeah, if, yeah. If New Orleans is losing with Dalton by quarterback at quarterback, they're not losing by more than ten. I think that's fair. Yeah, this is one of those games that I see Winston coming out there and then them being up by two touchdowns going into the fourth quarter. Something absurd, but <laughs> again, narrative. You guys got me all fired up for this game now. I think it'll be better than expected. Well, I mean, if Winston plays, I think. If Dalton plays, it'll be okay. But I mean, you see a 39 and a half over under doesn't get many D's hard out there. 
Well, the fact that there there is possible variance at the quarterback position for the Saints makes me like that we are on one side or the other for this game in the mega contest. Yep. I don't love Tampa Bay anymore, but yes, I love that we have more time to good point, Corey. So three and a half, I do think um I do think the spread's gonna go up regardless of who's a quarterback. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, Corey, choice game. Choice game. We're going to the Vikings against Me too, the Jets. baby. <laughs> oh, let's go. I love it. Um, let's see if we're on the same side. Okay. Um, so we have a showdown here. The Vikings are favored by three at home, four and a half point, uh, point five point uh, over under. We've got, so I'm just going to say it. I'm going with the Vikings all the way in this. Um, I I think the Jets are being overvalued right now because of the performance of Mike White, who, yes, he did a great job against Chicago's defense, who the Bears, uh, the Bears team has earned their defense a PFF grade of, um, let's see, 32nd last. Um, so I don't want to discount an amazing performance by the Jets' wonderful quarterback, but at the same time, I don't think that that, that performance is going to be able to be repeated against the Vikings' seventh uh, rank. The hard part of this is that the Jets' defense is sneaky good. Um, PFF grades them as the, the best right now in the NFL, and two weeks in a row, they're only allowing 10 points. Um, I think the Vikings at home, though, should have a little bit higher line, a little bit more favor. Remember, this team is 9-2. and two. Um, with their only losses being against good teams, they've had one of the toughest schedules um, so far, and, and it's going to get easier. So I'm going to go with the Vikings on this very confidently. Um, Corey, you pretty much stole my handicap. You said everything I was going to say, and you said more, and I feel even more confident um, after your little speech there that I think I'm going to bet real money on the Vikings oh, here, this is yeah. the highest point you could sell the Jets. I love Mike White, and I probably will be rooting for the Jets, but there is no chance against this Minnesota offense that they can do that. Minnesota hasn't had trouble scoring, even against good defenses. Minnesota could still win the Super Bowl. If they get in the playoffs, they could get a little frisky in that NFC. So I'm yeah. also on Minnesota. Corey, that's the second time this year we've been on the same choice game, and last time we won. Yeah, buddy. It's going to happen oh. again. So cute. I was like, I am. Uh, I took the, the Jets. Jets. <laughs> 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 no. Woo! Uh, my choice game, and I think this is one that might raise some eyebrows. Um, Broncos Ravens. That's good eyebrow raise uh, for the audience. You all missed it. Uh, the Broncos have looked terrible all season. The only thing that they've had going for them is their amazing defense that everyone keeps talking about. This amazing defense who gave up 22 points last week to to freaking uh, Charlotte, which is insane. And then the week before that, who they lose? (laughs) The Charlotte Charlotte. Cats. (laughs) Charlotte. The Charlotte. I appreciate that reference, but I think Carolina. (laughs) Uh, charlotte Uh, (laughs) i'm tired (laughs) and then the week the vikings 
I know, right? Just yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag me too. Yeah, and th- no, the week before that though. Oh, sorry. So the they lost to the Panthers. They gave up 23 points. Panthers are not good. Yeah. And then the week not before great. that, they gave up 22 points to the Raiders. So I am very skeptical when people are saying that the Broncos have an elite um defense because i think that they're getting exploited and i think after this game uh that conversation is going to change so i want to get in a little early uh the ravens are much much better than carolina uh and the spread here is high it is a little scary but russ is not unlimited uh (laughs) we would say he is limited (laughs) he woke up feeling pretty dangerous though and the That's Ravens right. are coming off of a major upset um, and one where they, you know, they had a, a, a really costly turnover. The Broncos, I mean, it's it's not that they've had turnovers. They just can't get anything going on on both sides of the football. So I, I think the Ravens are going to destroy him. Can I give you my problem with that? Sure. Looking at this year, for the Broncos, who I agree, I think they're a terrible team. I think Moneyline should be bet heavily on the Ravens. But the um, spread is, is I think, too high. It, it, we have one game in recent past. Um, one game the whole season, it looks like, that has been... All right, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That yeah, popped up on my phone for some reason. I was like, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> I'm going to mute this man. <laughs> um, I, I deserve that. So the only team that has been able to score more than that spread is last week, Carolina Panthers. I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, the next closest spread is seven points that they were beat by. Um, that's it. Seven points. So I just think it's a little bit too rich for my taste. Well, sounds like a good opportunity for a bet. I'll take a spot on it. I, I'm confident enough in that that I might even ask to have a mega contest pick switched over to them, to the Broncos, because... That's it's aggressive, especially for a Ravens team that I don't think has been performing that well recently. Man, I think that's suicidal. But go ahead. You have your own. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. So Corey called a spot on Stefan's choice game. Spot it up. I'm my ching is not working. Uh, Let's go with Stefan's. Oh, Oh, let's hear it, Stefan. Steph. Oh, <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> what is happening? So, uh, Stefan's analysis on on Denver maybe maybe be Denver's defense maybe be not as good as advertised. I don't completely agree with it, but um I I see what he's saying and I think any team you think is really good 
every good team is not as good as you think. Every bad team is not as bad as you think. So Denver's defense is probably not as good as I think. I wouldn't go as far as to say they're not good or not great. I still, I still think they're great. Uh, but we, we saw what happened. Please. I said we will see. But we saw what happened on the sideline last week with the defense getting in Russ's face. Like, are they still motivated? Like, why are they coming out to play anymore? Yeah, I think that that's a lot to do with it, too. It's like, what's the point? It's true. This nine and a half does seem very high, and I'm a big, big Ravens fan, but whew, it's a lot of points. A lot of points. Yeah, I mean, if you took it to five and a half, done. I'm all about the Ravens, but that's a hot take. All right, so yeah, well, yeah, five and a half. Yeah, certainly I'd be on the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> through seven, through six. All right. So after we uh after we hang up here, we, we got some changes to make to our mega contest. But before we go, I want to hear games you're most excited about this week. It's gotta be Browns Texans has to be thrown in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good um, games this week. Yeah. And I gotta say, I don't know if you've looked at Yahoo yet, but Deshaun Watson is not that expensive. How much 30 is he? 30? Oh. 30 bucks. Geno Smith is more expensive than Deshaun Watson. So <laughs> a lot of rust. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, all right, so what's your take on revenge narratives, right? So this is a revenge game for Deshaun Watson, but you don't think this is a revenge game for the entire Texans organization? Well, exactly. Who does it serve more? Because everyone always says it's the one player, but I think it's the team they left. Everyone on that team wants to beat Deshaun Watson. The physical position, and yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. I just don't know if Houston has a chance to even do anything is the problem but like is that offense even going to be able to stay on the field dude what if they can what if davis mills like puts the team on his shoulders do you or is he even starting you want to hear a secret alan i had the texans plus seven and a half in our mega contest (gasps) but i took them out i might go back to it It's I love interesting. it. It's, it's gonna go to really seven. It's gonna go to seven. We'll get a half. The point thing that value. scares me is is Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like I think they're gonna play probably a pretty big part in this game. Indoor stadium. What scares me yeah. is that the Texans have allowed so many more points than the than they've been able to score over the yeah. past few yeah. weeks. <laughs> Everything like, about this screams don't <clears throat> take <yeah>. Houston. <laughs> Why is it only seven and a half? So I guess the the next best question, because I don't think we've really thought about the mega contest this way like we should. Uh, Another part of it should be, what are the majority of people going to be betting on? And how do we get contrarian from that? Do you think this is one that people are going to bet pretty heavily on? So should we look at the other side of what people are going to be betting or staying away from it or, you know, What's your thought on that? Yes. No, that's um that is the correct game theory. The problem with the mega contest, but also the good thing is you can't see other people's picks. Um, right. so everyone yeah. has the same advantage and disadvantage. I assume the people that are still in the top 1000, right? That are still playing are playing well enough to pick 
the right side of games. So they're probably mostly taking underdogs. Um, but I don't know. You're right. If, if you could figure out who people in contests are playing, you bet the other yeah. side or you stay off that game altogether. You got to be contrarian to catch up, especially when you're down six to first place. So yeah. yes, you're right. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good points. Mm. So here's a question. What if at what would the Browns pull Deshaun Watson? What is the scenario that he would be pulled mid game? Uh, uh, another well, allegation out. came out <laughs> <laughs> during the at halftime. He the he girl got a at half. <laughs> <laughs> he got a massage at half. <laughs> not uh, uh, not out of the question, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. But yes, I am looking no, forward to that I mean, game. Jeez, the problem is he would have to throw like three pick sixes. I think. I think it'd have to be pretty egregious. I think so too, because they're done with Jacoby. After, uh, what would the spread be if Jacoby was starting? Well, the the other would it way be that, higher. Higher. It would be higher. Yeah. yeah. The other way that this can happen that I think it's very possible is a Bengals Panthers situation like we had where the Bengals just blew him out completely and ended up benching burrow um, just to make sure he doesn't get hurt. Sure. I could definitely against Houston. I can definitely see that happening. And maybe we're overvaluing the Browns here, but I feel like their offense is already pretty good. Now add um, one of the best quarterbacks onto it. And they are not out of the playoffs, if I remember. Correctly. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you're talking yeah. about the Browns, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, the Texans are probably out. They're one nine and one, so <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think as of last week, there was still a chance, but they just lost again. So hey, the Texans are four six and one against the spread. Uh, Browns are the best team with less than five wins for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They've had a pretty tough schedule too, haven't they? One of the tougher. I'm going to look it up. All right. You look that up and I'll, I'll tell that. you some other games that are exciting this week. Packers Bears. I want to see Jordan Love. <clears throat> want to know if he's starting I'm, next year for the Packers. I'm really interested in this Commanders Giants game. Giants have been Oh, really good one. Yep. I think if they lose this game, then people are just completely done with the Giants. They had their flair at the beginning of the season, and they have burned out. Yep. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Um, by the way, Cleveland, eighth um, strength of schedule, eighth hardest, and future is 16th. So they've got a good run here. Well, Houston, Cincinnati, Baltimore, geez. Um, I didn't realize they had three division games or two division games and a, a revenge game here. Revenge um, game. Revenge. New Orleans, Washington, Pittsburgh. So a really good end to it, but yeah. yeah. Good call on that. All right. I'll... Um, Jets, Vikings, see what Mike White can do. Yep, definitely. You'd say Mike White? Mike White. The quarterback for the Jets, Mike White. Mike White. <laughs> Dolphins 49ers, another good one. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Bengals could be game of the year. That, yes, that's Rachel's going to that one. She's
going with a friend. Ah, oh, nice. dog. Yeah. That's a good husband.